Welcome back to the Chapter Chats and Chill podcast. Your cozy reading nook where we talk everything about books, tropes, fave characters and more. This is Elena. This is Marwa. And Emma. And we invite you to get comfortable, grab a cup of tea or coffee and get ready to enter a world where stories come true. So brace yourself and let's dig into it. <laughs> so girls, do we want to start like from the reading experience? How was it for you? For me, it takes quite a long time. Not because the book was boring or whatever, but because I was just not in the mood. I totally loved the experience that the book gave to me. What about you girls? For me, to sum it up with only one word, I would say it was captivating. I was hooked <laughs> from the start to the end of the book. Especially that I didn't know where the story was going because, as I said in the first part of this book review, I haven't read the synopsis. So, to be honest, I didn't even try it I guess where the plot was going because everything mm -hmm. just kept unfolding page by page there wasn't a single moment's latency which I hardly appreciated so yeah it was a very good reading experience mm -hmm. absolutely agree I also tried the audiobook and uh, reading tandem for the first time ever and it was like so so nice the audiobook voice actors they're mm -hmm. British I guess or at least oh. that's the accent that I picked yep. <laughs> I don't know it felt such a coincidence because when I was reading the book I don't know if they ever I don't think they ever mentioned like anything about written because it's set in this magical world mm -hmm. right but I was yeah I was picturing the characters to have like this British accent so it was very <laughs> a very nice coincidence but I have to say like sometimes some words were a little bit difficult for me I don't know about you girls but like I found more words that I actually didn't really know what they meant uh, I think they're maybe like old words that aren't used anymore that much but I also appreciated it so much because it's in line with the period of time when mm. the book is set which is I believe in the 1890s or something like yes that. something like that, that. Mm -hmm. so it all made sense and I would say yeah definitely recommend this book for the reading experience as well it's like very intense <laughs> <laughs> and what about favorite character girls for me it was Iris mm. but I want to hear more from you for me I'll have to say Iris too because she's brave and selfless and also she's a very good writer at the same time I feel like it's kind of my default choice because she's the character we saw the most in the book so it was mm -hmm. kind of automatic that we get attached to her you know what I mean like yep. I'm thinking that maybe if we got more of Addie for example which seems like a very interesting character especially at the beginning when she made her entrance then mm -hmm. maybe my choice would have deferred but for now it's Iris. I think for me it's I mean of course I loved the protagonists so I completely agree with you but if I had to pick another character I really loved Marisol. I don't know I mean I think her story is very fascinating even if we don't get as much of it but the way like she becomes so protective of Iris and Ati and even Roman and you know you can see how worried she is even if she's so brave and she's used to live in a wars on so her wife for example she's left to fight in the war and so I don't know like at first when I when we were introduced to this character I thought she would be a little bit more detached because of the uncertainty that comes with the war but instead like she really became almost as a mother figure especially to Iris who lost her mom and so I really really loved Marisol's character yeah she's a good character it's interesting Marwa what you said about the side character are not developed because I think that 
that one of the biggest lack of this book mm. is the fact that we know a lot about the main characters, but we know a few things about the side character. They just introduce us, but we don't know a lot of them. And I think that for me, uh, books works better if it's mm. character driven instead of like mm-hmm. plot driven. And that's why I couldn't give five stars to this book. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Like for me, I would say it would be better if we had like more point of views. Like you said, Elena, it felt like the characters in general were shadowed by the voice of Iris and Roman. And also we'd like to see more of the gods and have more chapters mm-hmm. about them maybe, like chapters where they express themselves. In this book, we only had the last chapter in the point of view of Dakri, the evil god, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. too bad because I think they could have added more depth and complexity to the story. It could also be very nice if we have the story of the other gods because if I remember correctly, there's more than Enva and Dakri, like they were briefly mentioned yeah, in one there chapter. Were, yeah, there were a lot and then there was the war between the gods and there were five, I, I think, left. Mm-hmm. Yes. The last five mm-hmm. gods, yeah. So but we never we heard of them. We don't know anything no. about them. Can I say like Enva and Dacre's stories kind of reminded me of the myth of Hades and Persephone? Per- Just a same, little bit, same, right? same, same. <laughs> it was exactly like True. the same. But there's not much mention of love. So I'm curious. I'm sure there is more to it. And I would love, as you said, to maybe have more of their points of view as well. Mm. Also, I'm not too convinced that Dacris is the most evil one because we don't get anything from Enva's story. So I think the way we were presented, the legends as well, we only get a few of those. But I think our opinion as readers, since we only read those legends that came from the part of the world that worshipped Enva, I think our view of the two gods is very much skewed towards, you know, hating Dacres and maybe leaning a little bit more towards Enva. I think they might both be like evil. Like, I don't care about humans that much because I'm a god situation. Because Enva, from what we've read in the first book, she doesn't really do, at least it seems, she doesn't really do much to protect her. She didn't do anything, actually. She haven't made one single appearance the whole book, Mm. which is kind of weird. Suspicious. There's a lot to uncover and I had the same feeling, Elena, of like there being a lot of missing elements to the story and plot holes, especially regarding the gods and the other characters as well. And also like the dad. There's no mention of Iris's dad, if I recall correctly. Yes. Where is he? Where is he? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Very suspicious. I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Yes. <laughs> My yes. theory is that she's like a demigod, like her father <gasps> might be one of the gods and so she has powers also forests had maybe powers plus the survivors the ones that Dakri healed I'm thinking yes. maybe they could have also superpowers just like mm. in Harry Potter where Voldemort tried to kill Harry but accidentally left a part of him in the boy mm. maybe that way the survivors will be able to defend themselves through the powers of Dakri and attack him or something like that mm. but I think the, the people that they create saves they might actually have like a blood bond with him or something like that because towards the end of the book there is mention of Forrest's chest bleeding Mm -hmm. even though he wasn't injured as they explained he wasn't injured like in that precise moment Mm -hmm. so I think like for me it was it could be a sign of he's getting he's trying to get away from the god that saved him so he's trying to kind of break that bond and he's bleeding because it's actually like Mm -hmm. not entirely possible 
possible. I don't know. But now but, that you're talking mm. about this blood kind of link, do you think that when the god is gonna be dead, also the people that he healed in the past are gonna <laughs> die? Gonna be dead. Yeah, they're gonna die oh, as well. Oh no, could be. Because in that way, Iris will be alone again. Because Roman will die too. Because <gasps> And also Forrest. Yeah. I've, I've read something. Have you read anything about the second book? No, no not yet. It's just like, I think in the plot or in the synopsis, do you know, do you want to know what I've read? <laughs> it's okay, not like a spoiler. <laughs> it's that okay. Roman actually loses his memory. Arsh. Yes! <laughs> I, I want to cry already. This God saving people thing is very like sketchy and there must be something to it that, you know, complicates things in my opinion. I can see more action into book two, especially because then the it's just a duology, so it, the story ends mm. and there's a lot of things that I want to know <laughs> before it does. <laughs> so we talked about like the favorite characters. Do you have any least favorite characters? The one in the Gazette? Yes! <gasps> oh, that one was horrible. The yes. of, he was of the so Gazette. despicable and manipulative also. Yes. And mean for no reason. Yeah, it was horrible. Maybe. No, I don't think he knows. I was still going back to like Iris maybe being a demigod and maybe he knew something, but no, I don't think so. He's I think it's more a like, secret. Might be a but secret. what if maybe Roman's dad knows something because he knew who Iris was. And I mean, he might have just sent someone to spy on her or something like that. Because also like he, he's so harsh towards Roman. What if it's not really because of what happened with his sister or not just because of what happens with his sister, but also because maybe he's not his biological dad because Roman is the son of a god or something. I don't know. Do you think they're both <laughs> demigods? I don't know. <laughs> I kind of hope so, but maybe it's too like would be too, too much of a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talking about like Roman's family again, I forgot another one of my favorite characters who is his grandmother. I mean, she's the best. She's the yes, best. Yeah. <laughs> And I think I also have a quote to support that. Go on. Here we go. There is always a choice. Are you going to let your father write your story or will you? She's sassy. Yeah, I didn't expect that. (laughs) And the fact that she and Iris's grandmother were friends. I mean, how good of a coincidence is that? It's like Roman and Iris were destined to know each other and be in Mm -hmm. each other's lives. So cute. And I would like to know more about the grandma friendship. I think it could be like a good prequel maybe or like a novella or something so that we could get the story of the magical typewriters exactly Mm, who made those and who is the third one yes also well because the third friend of theirs died when she was young right but who is that family maybe it's going to have like a crucial role in the second book as well i don't know (laughs) so many histories unresolved (laughs) the magical touch in the book was Mm. so original i mean the fact that they are some magic houses that can sense the mood and the needs of their inhabitants and act accordingly. I want a house like that. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) Also the legends once again about the Mm. gods. They were on point. As a Mm. Greek mythology fan, I was so glad to read snippets of the Enva and Dacris myths. Although I wish there were more of them, but hopefully Mm. we'll get more of them in the second 
book. I remember Roman at a certain point because he's the one that is like researching the myths for Aries. And I remember I think in one of his letters, he says something like, I'm certain Enva outwitted Decre in the realm below and men have since read and hidden that portion of the myth with wounded pride. He's such a good ally. I appreciate it. <laughs> Speaking again, like of the least favorite characters... I feel bad saying this, but at a certain moment, okay, at a certain moment, I really, really hated or didn't like Forrest. Same. Yeah. I think it's a case of, you know, PTSD. Of course, he's been to war. He's probably very traumatized. He was even like he died or he was saved. He was almost dying. I don't remember. Like He was he... almost dying, yeah. Yeah, okay. I get that, but he was too mean to Iris. You're on survival mode, but for God's sake, she's telling you that her, her husband, husband is the yeah. one you're leaving behind <laughs> how dare you yeah. no also i didn't think about this but so they have like the two gas masks he could have like given one to roman if you're leaving him behind yeah, at least give him the mask was, no he was far away so I no they were like was... five meters at the end <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like he was crawling and at some point he just crumbled down mm. and I don't think he would have reached for the mask yeah but I mean Forrest could have done something or at least yeah, he could have said something to Iris like even after they run away and they leave Roman behind like he doesn't really speak much of what happened to him and what he knows is going to happen to Roman I get that maybe you're traumatized and you don't want to revisit what happened to you but can't you even like say anything about the love of your sister's life yeah well, <laughs> and then he, was he asks so cold harder yeah yes. for no reason and then like when they go home he asks iris not to go back like he says i need you here bro she needed you there as well when you left her and your mom behind <laughs> to exactly. fight for a war so that's a little bit unfair to ask i think mm. like it makes sense but also she didn't ask you that was very selfish of him yeah but I think we might have this POV in the next book. I just can't get over the fact that there were pen pals. I really, mm. really liked the part when they started exchanging letters, how they confessed their darkest thoughts and deepest secrets mm. to one another. Yeah. And the letters, they felt so poetic yes. and intimate. The author did a great job with that part too. Speaking about letters, what about the letter that Roman sends Iris before she leaves and she doesn't read it until the last page? or like until the end yeah that was clever yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was so like, sad like... my god yeah. yeah I think that might have been my favorite part of the book actually because it's so heartbreaking also I don't know if you girls read the acknowledgements or not but the author and her husband used to exchange letters in the beginning oh. of their relationship because oh, like they used to live in different states hey. so she kind of was inspired by her own love story and I just found this really That's sweet so cute. That's cute. Yeah. I know, it's right? Very cute. Why? <laughs> How about the moment when Iris has Roman read one of the letters he sent her? I think likewise as well, he has her read something. Yes. Yeah. After that's... their marriage. Chef kiss. <laughs> I actually thought, so she asks him to read one of his letters out loud in the garden before mm -hmm. she lets him propose to her, right? Yes. And I thought she 
would actually be the one to propose to him. I don't I know. The same. It, yeah. it would have made sense. It would have been too cute. <laughs> but it was she super works. cute anyway. And we have a wedding. Mm, Finally. Yeah. Like usually weddings are so overlooked. Like, yeah, they get married. And that's it. <laughs> Voila. <laughs> no, I want to read the wedding. It was so cute. Loved it. Especially at that moment of the story, they were about to go to war. It was a bittersweet yeah. moment. Mm -hmm. And the soldiers coming in and like congratulating them. It was mm, yes. so sweet. Nice. Then, and then <laughs> I remember at a certain point like they, they were having dinner all together I think and then I remember Roman leans in and the book says like he whispers into her ear do you think it's time to go to bed and I was like <laughs> Roman I was talk, but also like points to you Roman <laughs> he's brave <laughs> yeah yeah I'd give him that one of my favorite moments was when they were going to the front back when they were still enemies and mm. there was only one seat available in the truck <gasps> and she was like obliged to sit on his lap yeah. like I was fangirling yeah. so hard over that scene it was, was like um, yeah it was like the <laughs> one room one bed except it was like one truck one seat <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> I loved it <laughs> but then you know the way how he says to her we're better together and she also when he's injured in the trenches she refuses to leave him there and just run on her own I think it's very nice to see how it grows stronger and stronger the more you read but one thing that maybe didn't 100% convince me was when they got back and he's injured and she was so worried about him and also so relieved when she discovered like he was going to get better and then she discovers Carver was Roman and Roman was Carver and she gets so mad when she goes to confront him she's kind of not detached but I think like from what I was getting from her love for him I thought she would have just fought with him for a little while and then just immediately because I think the relief of the person you love like surviving this type of injury and situation kind of overrides the anger wasn't expecting her to leave him in the infirmary for like two days like that I personally think it was legitimate because oh, yeah. he kept lying to her for months <clears throat> he could have told her the truth right at the beginning mm -hmm. and she would have understood I think mm -hmm. it was kind for of sure. stupid of him to lie to her like that yeah, yeah. transparent relationships and communication always a theme <laughs> for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so guys this is like some Something we've never done before in one of our book reviews and it's a fan cast i'm very curious girls to see who you pictured as our main characters or side characters as well to me it was a little bit difficult to kind of portray the characters in my head because i think the descriptions of the characters weren't that detailed at least for me but there is one exception and that was actually roman oh. for him as soon as i read about like his physical features then i knew like who I saw as like Roman I don't think that's accurate because I've picked uh, an actor that is far older than like 19, 18 mm -hmm. how old they are but for me it was Kenyan Murphy the oh. actor of Peaky Blinders and Oppenheimer yeah I don't know oh, I think okay. he... it's true that he's a bit mm. older than yeah. <laughs> 19 <laughs> <Just a little bit. laughs> 
maybe younger mm-hmm. version of him. How about you? So I have a confession. I never respect the description of the characters in the book and like how I imagine them. For Iris, I'll go with the actress who played Lady Bird. She was also in uh, Little Women. I think her name is yes. Sasha Ronan. Sasha like Ro- that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love her. That actress. Yes. I think it would actually work. I know, right? Mm. And for Roman, I'll go with Taron Egerton, the guy from mm. Rocketman and Kingsman. Let me um, see. I'm curious. Taron. Oh, okay. Oh, I've never seen him, actually. Really? I know. I really, really like this actor. And if you haven't seen Rocketman, I also highly recommend it. It's a biopic of Elton John, and it's really, really good. Fair enough. <laughs> actually, for Iris, I was thinking maybe Emma Watson. Also, oh, a little bit yeah. older than I, I think... 19, but I remember like when yeah. she played Belle from Beauty and the Beast with the dresses, and I think she would really be a good actress to be in like in a historical fiction. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Lily Collins, even oh. if she's older. But uh-huh. I think it could fit in a way. I don't know, not yeah. sure. <laughs> and Roman for me would be Freddie Carter, which is the one from Shadow and Bone. It's Katz Brecker from... Ah, uh, yes, I yeah. completely forgot about him. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it could fit, <gasps> I think. Hmm. Okay, I don't know. I think he could also play Forrest, maybe. Yeah. No, maybe, I don't know. I imagined him bigger. Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I picked as Forrest? No, surprises. For Alano Snow in... Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I actually picked, I picked Rachel Zegler for Addy. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> for me, Addy was, I'm not sure about the pronunciation, I'm sorry, Aja Naomi King. She's in How to Get Away with Murder, one of the students, the Black American student. Oh, for me, sir. Also, I don't know if you have someone in mind for Iris Mom. I have one specific woman. So okay. I don't know if you girls watched Sex Education. Yes. Yep. Okay. <gasps> I was picturing Maeve Wiley's mom as Iris's mom because Wait, we huh? have like the same, you know, Maeve. Yeah. Yes. Maeve. Oh. Her mother, like she has the same background as Iris's mom. She's uh-huh. an alcoholic. She's always depressed and sad. So I kind of pictured her like that because that for me, sense. it's. <laughs> that's so good that's yeah. so good it also made me think of the actress that plays Bellatrix in Harry Potter mm-hmm. ah, Elena Bonham Carter mm-hmm. or Marion Cotillard who is ah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah from Inception I think mm-hmm. yeah yes mm-hmm. okay a lot of other movies for me Atti is Alison Sudo which is Queenie from Fantastic Beast mm. like ah. the cutie one <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm wondering Go if on. you have anyone for Marisol. I have someone, but I don't remember her name. It's the actress from Aladdin. Naomi Scott, I think, or something Ooh. like that. She's Is beautiful. she like the protagonist? Yes, oh. she played Jasmine. Okay. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's so cute. I loved that movie, by the way. Like, <laughs> I mean, the songs are like... Yes, the songs <laughs> are on the fire. Even the cartoon, like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> For me, I think Stephanie Shu, she played... Have you seen The Marvelous Mrs. 
Maisel. She played the main character? He, no. Mrs. Maisel's ex-husband has a love story with this woman. She's like studying to become a doctor. She's from Asian background. She also recently, maybe last year, played one of the characters from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Was she the daughter of... I have no idea. I haven't seen that movie, actually. Uh, you should <laughs> see it. I saw her good. audition. Yeah. I, I love think it. this actress would be like amazing as Marisol because she has like such an expressive face and I don't know like she has this strong presence she's so talented and so I think I don't know it's exactly how I pictured Marisol. Did you have someone to play Keegan in mind? I was thinking maybe Tessa Thompson she was a Valkyrie in Thor. The one who ruled I don't know if you watched the last Thor but like she was chosen to be the leader. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yes I think she also was in Westworld do you know it? Mm, I know Westworld yeah. I watched like the first season or something like mm. that I didn't finish it but the first season was cool I have another quote actually that I wanted to share that I really loved and that is I realize people are just people and they carry their own set of fears dreams desires pains and mistakes I can't expect someone else to make me feel complete I must find it on my own I also I actually like this under- yes <laughs> same <laughs> <laughs> the quotes are really good in this book mm-hmm. like, yeah. really really good mm-hmm. so that was it for today's episode if you've also read the book and you would like to share how you felt about it how you feel about the next one let us know in the comment section and as always we're here for you if you have any questions or books that you would like for us to review next that would Yay. also be something to let us know for sure because we're always looking for cute and cool books to review so yeah <laughs> Oh, by the way, girls and anyone listening, this book was also the Goodreads Choice Award winner for fantasy young adult. Yeah, true. So another good reason. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, another good reason to read it if you haven't already. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning into Chapter Chat and Chill. If you loved this episode, make sure you give it a five-star rating, thumbs up, and comment below what you want to hear next. To stay connected in between episodes, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Chapter Chats and Chill.